Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Tribe of Christians broadcast. I am your host, founder and ministry leader, Brandon Dawson. Now, France, a cornerstone of culture and history, is currently engulfed in major flames, both literally and metaphorically. It is not merely a civil dispute or a political debate. This turmoil echoes ancient scriptures, hinting at a profound correlation to the biblical prophecies pertaining to the end times. In today's discussion, we'll peel back the layers of these events, digging much deeper to uncover their spiritual and prophetic implications. We're not merely just going to analyze their current affairs. We're also going to explore the ties between these modern-day occurrences and the prophetic scriptures from the millennia's past. The smoke billowing from France is more than just a product of descent, a signal, a marker of prophetic milestones unfolding before our very own eyes. These aren't just random episodes of chaos. Rather, they resemble pieces of an intricate jigsaw puzzle connecting to form a much grander picture depicted within the Bible. Now, in this revenue session, we're going to delve into understanding how these incidences in France mirror the prophecies of the end times, viewing the situation from a biblical lens. France is burning, and our task today is to decipher its significance within the broader prophetic narrative. So brace yourselves for an enlightening exploration of the connection between France's current crisis and the biblical end times prophecy. We're going to dive right in. In the spring of 2021, I experienced a trio of prophetic dreams, each tied to a different nation, the United States, England, and France. Now, these dreams were intricately linked with each one appearing to count down to an imminent event of significance. The onset of the Russian-Ukraine war in February 2022 served as sort of a precursor of these happenings, transpiring approximately one year later after my visions. On May 21st, 2021, my prophetic dream was centered around France, specifically the, its capital city of Paris. In that vision, I envisioned a woman that was frightened with worry, sitting on a park bench, rendering speechless by her distress. And upon inquiring about her troubles, she wordlessly scribbled the word Paris onto a U.S. dollar with a black marker. Now, the dream faded away thereafter, leaving me with more questions than answers. Now, my wife Tiffany had a similar dream on May 20th of 2021, where she also witnessed Paris in the grip of a blazing inferno and shrouded in billowing smoke. Now, the past two years have been major, uh, major chaos for France, marked by several significant protests and riots. However... The unrest that we are seeing today surpasses anything in recent memory. This unrest, I believe, could well be the early tremors of a much far deeper issue, a sign of the end times prophecies coming into fruition. It serves as a dire harbinger of what may lie in store for the United States, especially the bustling metropolis of New York City. 
Now, the current disorder in France was sparked by a police shooting of a 17-year-old boy, echoing the waves of protests that swept the United States back in the summer of 2020, following the death of George Floyd. Now, these protests, which began as a denouncement of police brutality, devolved into anarchy chaos. Similarly, reports coming in from France suggest that the unrest has metamorphed into a widespread revolt against not just the French government, but also the substantial influx of predominantly Islamic immigrants and other minority communities. One of the world's oldest democracies is engulfed by rage. Thousands of protesters from every corner of the country flooded the streets of Paris for the fourth weekend in a row. We witnessed the unrest transform the city. The Gilets Jaunes, or Yellow Vest Movement, started last month when working-class people from the countryside rose up in response to a fuel tax increase. President Emmanuel Macron announced he would repeal the tax. But it's too late. The protests have already morphed into a broader rebellion, now taking aim at him. Some people putting out these crazy conspiracy theories that really what's behind the orchestrated chaos is they want one world government and one world order. They want to destabilize these rich countries in the West by flooding the country with immigrants, destabilize the country, cause chaos, unrest. When, when there's chaos and unrest, we know what comes next. It comes with law and order and very, very strict. Go there, you hate the country, you hate the people in that country, demand people form to your beliefs, demand people follow your custom, your culture, and then demand handouts. And if you don't get handouts, you go ahead and commit crime. Well, we don't need any more. These communities seem to be rejecting French ideals and lifestyles in favor of tearing down the existing structures rather than adapting to them. Now, strangely enough, it could be France's earnest efforts to accommodate outsiders and uphold political correctness that may eventually lead to its very downfall. America would do well to learn from this unfolding situation and take drastic measures to avert a very similar fate. Now, the book of Revelations offers us a glimpse into the end times. In Revelation 13, 1, the Apostle John records his vision of a beast rising from the sea adorned with ten horns and seven heads. Now, the beast has the body of a leopard, the feet of a bear, and the head of a lion. Now, this terrifying image parallels the prophet Daniel's vision of a horrifying fourth beast as detailed in Daniel 7, verses 6 through 7, which reads, after this, I saw another beast that looked like a leopard with four wings like those of a bird on its back. This beast had four heads, and, its, and it was granted dominion. 
After this, in my night vision, I saw a fourth beast that was terrifying, dreadful and extraordinary, powerful with large iron teeth. It devoured and crushed its victims and trampled whatever was left underfoot. Unlike the previous beasts, this one had ten horns. Now, the Archangel Gabriel provides a general and a broad interpretation of this beast. The ten horns are symbolic of ten kings who will rise from the final empire. And among these ten, one of them, being the Antichrist, will ascend to power and depose three of those kings. Now, the seven heads of the beast represent seven hills or cities that are associated with the prostitute, the mysterious entity referred to as Babylon in the prophecies or mystery Babylon. This entity is responsible for the cultural and financial factors that gives rise to the very beast system. Now, the seed from which the beast emerges symbolizes a vast multitude of people. Uh, from ascending from every tribe, nation, and group from all around the world. Now, the vision of the four beasts, uh, ten toes, which is in Daniel's prophecy, is a peculiar mix of iron and clay, which may depict a coming together of diverse peoples from different backgrounds, cultures, and beliefs under a common banner. Now, this interpretation is further supported by the passages from Revelation 17, 9 through 10, as well as 12 through 13, which says, This calls for a mind with understanding. The seven heads of the beast represent the seven hills where the woman rules. They also represent seven kings. Five kings have already fallen, the sixth now reigns, and the seventh is yet to come, but his reign will be brief. The ten horns of the beast are ten kings who have not risen to power. They will be anointed to their kingdoms for one brief moment to reign with the beast. They will all agree to give him their power and authority. And so we are seeing this prophecy unfold before our very eyes in America and in Europe, particularly in Britain and France, where millions, millions of immigrants are settling. These places may very well correspond to the two feet and the ten toes of the iron and clay that are mixing in Daniel's vision. Now, the leopard's body of the beast could very well represent Europe, which originated from the splintered Roman Empire. The eagle's wings would also very well represent America, which was birthed from European roots. Now, the beast seen by Daniel symbolizes the empires of Babylon, Persia, Greece, and Rome. We're not only interdicted, uh, not only were they uh, indicative of an era in which they lived, but also forecast a very reoccurrence of similar patterns that would reoccur again in the end times. As Ecclesiastes 1.9 tells us that what has been will be again, what has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. So the lion, which, which was a representation of Babylon, the modern-day Iraq, is also symbolized in the British coat of arms. The leopard, standing for Greece, may also symbolize Europe. The bear, which stands for Persia, could possibly also represent Russia, which is an anticipation to form an alliance with the Persian nations in the very prophesied coming War of Gog and Magog. 
Now, the vast migration of people across the globe can also be seen in Revelation 13. Mystery Babylon appears to exercise control over these vast amounts of immigrants due to economic prosperity, cultural influence, and other factors. However, Revelation 17.16 predicts that these same very people will grow to despise the very system that they initially sought and subsequently seek to dismantle and destroy it. In the ten horns which you saw on the beast, these will hate the harlot, make her desolate and naked, and eat her flesh and burn her with fire. Now this prophecy appears to be unfolding right here and right now in France, and it hints a very similar development, I believe, that will soon to occur in America, specifically in New York City. New York, with its diverse populace and historical ties to France, is a manifestation of Mystery Babylon. Consequently, the happenings in France and the U.S. appear to be interconnected. The origins of New York City can be traced all the way back to the Dutch settlers who founded the city's first colony. 1524, King Francis I of France commissioned Italy's explorer, Giovanni di Verrazzano, who discovered the bay and named it New... Uh, I actually can't pronounce that name, but uh, he discovered the bay in that area in honor of his royal patron. Now, the expeditions of Henry Hudson also paved the way. The city of New York also contains a literal reflection of the seven hills which are referred to in the prophecy just like Rome. The city is divided into seven distinctive regions, which are Manhattan, the Bronx, Queens, Brooklyn, Long Island, Staten Island, and Yonkers. Now this similarly to the ancient city of Rome, which sat on seven hills, offers a symbolic connection to the context of the end times prophecies. Now when contemplating the spiritual imagery in John's Revelation 13 and Daniel's chapter 7, it's important to look beyond just the literal interpretations. When God communicates with nations through prophecy, especially in the context of the end times, he speaks to the peoples that constitute those nations or territories. Borders and territories may fluctuate and change over the course of history, but the very identities of people originating from those areas tend to remain consistent. Hence, although people have now migrated and formed a broader geographical scope, primarily the United States and Europe, particularly New York City and England. Now, the final beast emerging from the sea represents a force much greater, far more intimidating than a simple revival of the Roman Empire. It is a symbol of a global government, harking back to the very foundational concepts of democracy with a governing legislative body, a senate, and a republic, all political constructs which were pioneered by the Romans. This is the reason why the beast is portrayed as larger, more powerful, and composed of a more complex blend of iron and clay in the prophecies. Now, in Daniel's prophecy, the beast he uh, envisions, which John later interprets, signifies a massive immigration influx directed towards specific areas with a divine objective to loathe and eventually dismantle and destroy the prostitute, Mystery Babylon. 
So an inspection, if you take a look at the Statue of Liberty, it even unveils a striking similarity of elements from Daniel's beast and the prostitute from the mystery of Babylon. The statue depicts a woman which is seated by a multitude of waters adorned with seven crowns mirroring the seven heads or the seven horns which are described in the prophecies. These crowns metamorphically represent the seven seas and continents of the world which echoes John's vision of the beast emerging from the sea in the second beast which is rising from the earth. Now taking a closer look at the very description, if you look at the very description and the details of Mystery Babylon in Revelation 13, the woman is shown decked out in clothed in purple and scarlet clothing, indicative of a royal cultural influence in the bloodshed of persecuted saints. Now, during the Roman conquest of Israel, a region which is located in today's northern Samaria known as Lebanon, housed the very city and island of Tyre. Tyre was renowned for its unique purple and scarlet dye, which is used, which was used to clothe royalty, nobles, as well as um, that city is famous also for its thriving trade in merchant vessels. Now, if you look in Ezekiel chapter 28, the prophet Ezekiel narrates the very characteristics of the king of Tyre, which bear a very uh, similar characteristics and attributes of the coming Antichrist. This particular uh, king claimed himself to be a Greek-Roman god and a descendant from Poseidon. Now, following Roman's conquest of Tyre, its people dispersed and immigrated into France, Italy, and parts of Turkey, uh, which followed their trade routes. Now, the very name of Europe itself actually originates from these very people from Tyre, and they named it, they named the continent of Europe after the very king of Tyre's daughter, whose name was Europa. So, therefore, from Tyre emerged Europe, France, England, and from them came the United States, more specifically New York City. So these are very well the areas that we are dealing with concerning Mystery Babylon. Therefore, in the context of this interpretation, both Paris and New York City metaphorically and symbolically represent the very prostitute which is described in the scriptures. Now we are currently witnessing the very initial, the beginning stages of the destruction of these cities, which is orchestrated by all these minority Islamic immigrant groups uh, which have immigrated into these areas, a massive influx who are actually seeking to destroy it. Now, this alarming trend signals that I believe America could be the very next target. Now, a simple search on Google, if you look on Google or YouTube, will yield thousands and thousands of videos of many people containing their prophecies from all these different people uh, who have had these visions of these cities being destroyed, uh, including renowned pastor David Wilkerson, even evangelist Perry Stone, all of them have shared a common vision where they have seen New York City consumed in flames and in fire, followed by a massive tidal wave. 
Now, I believe that we are not very far off from this happening. I believe it's right around the quarter. Now, before I conclude this message, I also want to offer you one more interesting piece uh, of this discussion. I actually entered my dream, the one I had about France, uh, into ChatGPT prompt, and I asked it to give me a list of potential interpretations of the dream. Very astonishingly, this is what it told me. Now, as an AI, I like to clarify that the dreams and their interpretations can be subjective. But here are several potential biblical prophetic interpretations of your dream. Now, number one, it can symbolize a cry for help. In the Bible, there are instances where women are depicted as needing help, such as Hagar or the widow, who are helped by early Christians. The woman in your dream can symbolize those who are in distress and need help. Her inability to speak might represent the voicelessness of the oppressed. Now, number two, a warning or a message. In biblical narratives, dreams are sometimes used by God to convey messages or warnings. The use of the U.S. dollar could signify worldly wealth or materialism, and writing Paris could be a specific place associated with this. It might imply a warning against materialism or some message related to a place or event associated with Paris. Now, number three, it could be a symbol of Babylon. In the book of Revelation, Babylon is used as a symbol for a corrupt city. Your dream could be interpreting Paris as a modern-day Babylon, symbolizing a society that has lost its way. The woman in distress may represent the innocence or purity that is being suffocated by materialism or corruption. Now, number four, in the final, in the final point it made was an intervention or aid. In the Bible, these are, a story, uh, are also stories of intervention where individuals help those who are in trouble. The act of the woman riding on the dollar bill could symbolize a call to action, and it may represent a call for people to help or intervene in a situation possibly related to Paris or what it represents. Now, I think this is extremely interesting that even ChatGBT suggests that even Paris could very well symbolize a representation of a modern-day Babylon, recognizing the dollar in the city itself as a symbol of cultural and materialistic idols. How much more can be said of New York City? Now, in addition to this, I also asked ChatGBT to give me another list of references between the Statue of Liberty and Mystery Babylon. Interestingly, here's what it also told me. Now, number one, uh, it could be a symbol of prosperity and access. Some interpretations equate the Mystery Babylon with excessive wealth, materialism, and indulgence. The United States, as a symbol of economic prosperity, is sometimes associated with these traits. And the Statue of Liberty, being an iconic symbol of the United States, is then connected. Number two is a woman as a symbol. In Revelation 17, Mystery Babylon is described as a woman sitting on a beast some individuals have drawn parallels between this imagery and the Statue of Liberty, which is also a female figure. Now, number three, city on seven hills. Revelation 17 mentions that a woman is seated on seven hills, which is often taken to be a reference to Rome. However, some interpretations have brought in this to symbolize any great city in New York City. 
which uh, with the Statue of Liberty has been incorporated into this interpretation. Now, uh, before I mention the last two steps, I just want to re-reference. Now, when people think of New York City, they think of the four boroughs. But actually, uh, New York consists of uh, three more, um, three more uh, areas that actually make up the city, which would include Yonkers, uh, Long Island, and Staten Island as well. Now, number four, uh, the cup in the hand, the mystery Babylon that woman that the woman holds a cup full of abominations. Now, the Statue of Liberty holds a torch, and some have interpreted this as a cup of enlightenment or material wealth, drawing a parallel between the two images. And the last point that it made to me was freedom and liberation. The Statue of Liberty is a symbol of freedom and liberation. Some interpretations suggest that the mystery Babylon represents a false sense of freedom that leads people away from religious righteousness. Now let me know in the comments below what you guys think of this. Now, we do know that true freedom, true freedom comes and it's found in Christ Jesus and the gospel message of Christ and in Him alone. Now, guys, that's going to conclude this broadcast episode. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to get in touch with me through our website or write a comment below. Keep running your race. Keep fighting the great fight of faith. Stay encouraged. Don't give up hope and never, ever Give up.